Welcome to all you lovely listeners. I am your host, Moira Vigiri, and this is The Positivity Project. On today's episode, we are going to cover the fourth in a four part series talking about fear. However, I know that a lot of the podcasts I do and lots of other trainings I do across um, the Internet are generally related to helping people to move out of fear or to manage fear in terms of its intensity or to flip it around into a more resourceful state. But today the focus is on, again, something that would have been very prevalent still is in relation to the client work that I do, which, as I know many of all of you, I would hope at this stage, no, I don't do one to ones, but I do events and groups and online programs and obviously train people to do what I do. And this comes up again and again and again. And I have to say that I am delighted that I have embraced this, the technique so much in so many areas of my life to help me to manage myself and my state and any potential for fear in relation to here it is what we call difficult people. So I also want to just, you know, kind of talk about, you know, the whole idea of difficult people. I just think that we need to be mindful here that not to be judgmental, because if you understand the seven behavioral codes and the golden rules that I teach uh, it, that also frees us hugely frees us from uh, old reactions and ways that we possibly would have, you know, dealt with people in our lives in the past. And when we know and understand both the behavioral codes and the golden rules and we live by them, our lives become so much easier in relation to other people in our lives, regardless of whether we may have in the past considered them to be difficult or otherwise. However, there are lots of people around us that when we're all here having this wonderful human experience that, you know, might do things or say things or behave in certain ways that potentially can put us into a state of fear or into a state of stress or overwhelm, etc. So the little technique I'm going to share with you today is something that helps us to stay in a very, I'm going to say, resourceful state so that we can manage ourselves in the situation. So there might be somebody in your life that when you're in their company, you find that you suddenly become a blubbering mess or that you can't answer them or you find it difficult to say no to them or whatever it is, or also even not necessarily, you know, relationships at home or with family. It could be a boss or it could be somebody um, maybe if you've got a hobby and there might be somebody that is quite authoritative and that can I know can can really upset people and, and people can find it very difficult to handle themselves in those situations. So this technique will work an absolute treat if that is, you know, if you're in any of those situations and also this technique will work a treat if you want to be around certain people that maybe drain you a little bit, but not necessarily cause you fear or stress. So this will help you to hold your energy and keep your energy up, but at the same time, support the people and be there for them. So the best way for me to describe this is if you are wherever you are in whatever physical environment that you're in, that where there is somebody in your life or people in your life that regularly in that environment, you can picture it now where they're coming towards you and suddenly it's almost like you get knocked over with their energy or their stress or their whatever it is. 
Um, and it might be an irritation. They might be rude to you. They might be awkward. They might be difficult. They might be offloading on you, whatever it is. What that does for us is it puts us into a state of fear. It puts us into a state of stress. And again, going back over the episodes that I've just covered, all of when that happens, you now know that what happens internally in our body is we have a hormonal reaction. In other words, the hormone of um, adrenaline, fight or flight or cortisol, which is a stress hormone, whatever the, the hormone that's appropriate to deal with that type of person will be secreted into our bloodstream, which will create a feeling in our body. And that feeling in our body is what we don't really like. If it's a, a feeling of discomfort, obviously positive ones. And I've shown you how to access those. That's very easy. And we know how to do that. But it's the ones that really kind of upset us or make us feel uncomfortable. They're the ones that we really want to manage. So that's how it happens. Somebody, is, you know, it's, it's happened before. If you're in a situation, you see the person coming and straight away, your body sometimes can go into a complete slump or an overwhelm. Or um, it mightn't have happened with that person before, but you might be in a situation where there's a sudden onset of an onslaught by somebody in that in that company and that can absolutely put you into fight or flight. So it's harder to catch it in that situation, having said that it still is possible, but it's particularly easy to catch it in situations where it's a repeated situation or in a, in a repeated environment where you see this person coming and you go, oh, my God, here we go. So that's really where it's where this technique is really good for. So when the person is about to come towards you, you notice them. And probably what's happened in your past is as they approach you, it's almost like their energy comes at you. And it's a bit like the energy has been thrown at you. And for me, I, the way I would describe it best is in the past when that's happened to me, it's like that person's energy washes over me and it like it consumes me completely. And suddenly I'm in the big spiral of their stress and their or their arrogance or their anger or their frustration or whatever it is. And it's like energetically I'm caught up in that big swirl of that energy with them. And that has a huge impact on us from a cortisol perspective, which is the, the stress hormone, which is not good for us if we're feeling that it's fine for us to feel it short term or in, in small amounts, but if it's long term and remember, if you're in a situation with somebody like that and it's happening every now and again and you think, oh, that's OK, it's only every now and again. However, if you're thinking about it when you're gone home or in a different situation, that's not OK. So just be mindful that the stress will continue if you're continually thinking about that situation and having an emotional reaction or response in your body to the thoughts. So. When the person is coming towards you, what I'm going to ask you to do is something a little bit different. So it's almost like you imagine and, and you absolutely can imagine this in your mind, no matter how close they come to you. It's like you're taking a step back and you wouldn't do this um, physically, but you imagine that you hold out your hands or you imagine that there's a table in front of you between you and them. And when they're coming with the onslaught of their energy and the verbal that they're you know, um, exuding, I want you to imagine the energy of that landing on the table or landing in your hands. So you are dissociated, you step back and you're allowing whatever the energy is, the verbal, the the feelings, the aggression, the whatever it is, it's landing in front of you. It's landing either on your hands or it's landing on a table. Now, when you step back from it and you're not in it, then it's not all consuming, which means that you emotionally are managing your emotional state, meaning that your fear is not going to get increased. So you're managing your level of fear and you're managing intensity of fear. I know for the first couple of times you do this, it might feel a little bit, you, you might feel a little bit of fear coming in. That's okay. 
that's absolutely fine because you know you can manage it. But just hold those hands out or imagine you're holding your hands out or imagine there's a table and all of their stuff is landing on it. Even if they're having a go at you, just imagine it all landing there. Because when you're not reacting to them in the way that they expect you to react, it also takes the power out of what they're trying to do. And because they won't see or feel a reaction from you, they'll be a little bit confused. Okay, particularly if it's an ongoing thing that's happening with somebody. Um, and it just allows them to get a sense of, mm, well, actually, I'm not getting the reaction I normally get. So they're not going to be fed by the behavior as much. And also they're going to question whether, um, you know, what's going on for you or how come you're more empowered. Now, they're not going to question that consciously that something is going to happen unconsciously. So because it's happening unconsciously, they might have a go again a week later and a week later. So but just for now, just let's do the technique in the moment. And you, I would be suggesting you do this on a regular basis. So when you have the stuff held in your hand around the table, just let them finish off what they need to say or what they need to do. And then when the interaction is finished, it's like you take a big, 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 it's like all of the stuff on the table or in your hands is sitting on fabulous beautiful wrapping paper you take the wrapping paper wrap it all up and then you take a massive big pink ribbon you tie a beautiful pink bow on top and you secure it and you take all of that stuff and it's almost like you virtually hand it back to them for them to deal with it or you imagine that it's just dissipated in a very positive way. So either way, I mean, it's not like you throw it back at them or anything like that, because that's not going to serve anybody. But it's almost like you're inviting them to take it with them. Once you do that, and again, you know, this just comes back from I know I use this myself, but from the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that use this on a daily basis now uh, because they've learned how to use it and it's helped them to really manage their situations, particularly situations at work where there might be difficult people or people that can be very demanding. And there's a lot of expectation in relation to what people expect of you. Um, so that is the first thing that we would do energetically. Then if you need to, um, you absolutely can have a conversation with that person in relation to what has just happened there. I mean, as in if they're going to be like that. First of all, I avoid having conversations with people that are difficult when the emotions are high. So I wait until things calm down. Um, and I know that if you're if you're familiar with the golden rules and, and the behavioral codes, which I teach, and if you you'll access them, I'm sure I can't even remember where is the easiest way for you to access them now. But, you know, if you follow me for a while, you'll, you'll, you'll pick up on them. They really, really, really teach us how to live a very empowered life, regardless of what the situation is. However, if that's going on in, in a situation where you've got somebody like that at work, what I would say to you is wait until things calm down. But. You also will understand the reason why they're doing it. Once you understand the behavioral codes, you'll be very clear on the reason why that person is behaving in the way they're behaving. So and it's not for a second that just because we understand it, that we condone it. We absolutely do not need to condone anyone's behavior based on if their values are very different to ours. We can understand it. We can have compassion for them, but we don't have to condone it. So I'm always a great believer in if something doesn't sit with my values and somebody is attacking or being very awkward or difficult, once the emotion has settled down, I will approach the person and I will have a conversation around. And this is really key for you to. Uh, I don't want to say win, but win probably is 
the right answer or the right way of describing this. But if you want to want to win that conversation, not win an argument, because I wouldn't even get into an argument. But if I want to win the conversation, what I do is I will approach it with how whatever happened impacted me because nobody can argue with that. So what I would say to the person is in that situation when this, this and this happened, this is how I reacted inside. This is what I felt about it. This is what um, I would consider to be not something that I want to be part of, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm owning it as my reaction, my response, my feelings around what happened. And basically, the next thing I usually would say to people is I'm not really available for that. Um, and I know that some of you might be listening and saying, oh, my goodness, I couldn't say that to my boss or whatever. And that's absolutely fine if you don't want to go that far. But you could go as far as just saying when X, Y and Z happened, this is how I felt. You're not saying to the person you made me feel what you're saying is when this happened, this is how I felt. And if they come back and say, well, I didn't make you feel or I didn't X, Y and Z, what you can come back and say is I'm not saying that you did. I'm just telling you when this, this and this happened, this is how I felt or this is the reaction I had internally to that. And if you are comfortable to say it. The next bit would be that I'm not available for that or that's not something that I want to be part of. Um, I, or it might be somebody that that might be very close to you, could be a family member and you're saying it to them. And obviously, you know, you you can't choose your family. So they're still a family member. Um, but you can absolutely say to them that, again, when this happened, this is how I reacted or responded to it or this is the way I felt about it. And I'm just letting you know that it's not something that I'm really comfortable with or it's not something that I like um, just in case it happens again. And you're wondering why I'm maybe reacting a little bit funny or you might I might walk away. Now you understand the reason why I might do that. Um, you'd be surprised. And I know because I've taught this to an awful lot of people and they will come back and say, oh, my God, when I had that conversation, it was so freeing because the other person didn't know what to say. And also it hasn't happened again. Or if it has happened again, that the person like I would have walked away and that it is very empowering. So it's just something to think about, something to consider. Going back to the very beginning and to summarize what I've just covered, we were talking about how to manage your fears or irritations, frustrations around other people. When people come at us and we consider them to be, you know, can be put under the guise of difficult people or people that have that that display difficult behavior is probably better. Don't like to label people as difficult, but their behavior can often be quite, um, you know, um, difficult or, or create difficulties. So when somebody's coming at you, remember they're coming at you with the energy and probably the narrative, etc. Often that comes at us and over just literally just swamps us. So it's almost like a, a wave in the ocean co coming over us and overwhelming us. So remember to almost like imagine that you're stepping back, holding your hands out or table in front of you. Let all of that energy fall in your hands or on the table. Then when they're finished with whatever they need to get rid of or express, then you imagine that you've got beautiful wrapping paper and you wrap it all up with a massive, big, beautiful pink bow, tie it off, either hand it back to them in your you know, in your mind, you don't have to say to them here, take that back. Um, or you can imagine it being dissipated in a positive way. That's the first thing that you do. You wait for the emotions to relax. If you want to take it to the second step. And once the emotions are reduced and usually I'd wait until the following day. I'm not telling any of you what to do. It's up to you to do whatever you want to do. But that usually works for me. And then I will go back and approach the person and just say to them when X, Y and Z happened. Just want to let you know this is how I felt. This is how I 
how I felt in, in terms of, you know, when I'm thinking about it or this is how I felt in relation to how I emotionally felt or this is what happened for me when that happened. And just to let you know, if you want to take it to the last step, I'm not available for that. Or if that happens again, I won't be engaging. Or if that happens again, maybe we can, you know, call a timeout and I can we can come back and talk about it at um, after the situation has, you know, calmed down. But basically what you're doing is letting the person know that you are not okay with what happened and that you're not going to accept it. And that, again, is the start of setting a very strong boundary, which I'm sure we will have a conversation around in an episode coming up on. Actually, we could do a number of episodes on boundaries, but uh, that this definitely is a really good way to start setting a boundary with people. Now, you could also use this in a situation where the person is not that difficult, but just they're doing things that just don't sit with your values. And if that's the case, it is very, a very good way to gently just let somebody know that it's not really something that you want to engage in or that you're not very comfortable with it or you're not happy with it. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that's it for this episode. That's the end of our little mini series on managing fear in lots of different ways. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back. There's lots of lovely little techniques in there that you can have in your back pocket to help you to um, maneuver and, you know, navigate uh, our amazing world that can be very difficult sometimes if we've got lots of other beautiful humans to um, interact with. But anyway, that's the way it is. So if you're listening on the uh, podcast, whatever station, please, if you enjoyed this, do follow and please leave a rating. I'd really appreciate that and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and also remember, always the Positivity Project is there for you. It's seven days of video trainings that I would love you to have as we always say no soldier left behind so feel free to have that for free um, as my gift and it's been downloaded over 11,000 times and it's just phenomenal the results that people get so feel free to get that you'll get it somewhere around this video this podcast on the show notes or on the caption and also you can go to moyagiri.com and you'll find it there as well that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening <laughs>